Welcome to the Hawks Lounge. I'm your host, Hawk. The Hawks Lounge is a podcast dedicated to storytelling, learning, and uplifting content creators. If you are new to the podcast, hello. How are you? I hope you enjoy your time here. If you are returning, welcome back and get comfortable. I have quite the story for you guys today. Now, as mentioned before, I used to play sports when I was younger, mainly basketball. I played a lot of games, but I only remember a few of them because of the impact that they had on my confidence as a player. The story I'm about to tell is one of my highlights, but before that, let me give you a little background for the story. I used to play in this local program named MYA. I forgot what the acronym actually stood for, but I played basketball with them nonetheless for a few years. They created divisions based on ages, so eight and nine-year-old kids would play against other eight and nine-year-old kids, so on and so forth. Every season, we would have playoffs and a championship game if your team made it to the finals. This story takes place a few games right before the playoffs started. Without any further delay, let's embrace the madness. Back in my day, I was a hooper. I'm talking about being unstoppable. I could not be guarded. I didn't want to be like Mike. I was Mike. But at the same time, I was still in elementary, so take that with a grain of salt. Regardless of my age, when this story occurred, I was balling on the court with my assist steals, and layups because I did not have a consistent jump shot. But I digress. It was roughly two games before the playoffs started for the program I was in. My team was the second or third seed at the time, and the game we were playing would determine who would claim the second seed spot. Now, if you've ever played a sport or performed in front of a crowd, you know what it's like to have some pre-game slash pre-performance jitters. Your palms are sweaty, your knees are weak, your arms are heavy, there may be vomit on your jersey, could have been mom's spaghetti, but it's that feeling that takes over your body because you want to do so well. You've put in the work, and you've put in the hours. You've practiced in private, and it was getting to that time to perform in public. For me, 
this feeling manifested in body chills. So as you can imagine, during our layup lines and stretches, I was shivering the entire time leading up to the tip-off. For some reason, I was extremely anxious about performing well in this game. It could have been the pressure to become the second seed. It could have been the pressure I was placing on myself to try to lead the team to a win. Whatever it was, I had to subdue that feeling as I lined up in my position for the tip-off. I played point guard, so I would be the go-to person to get the ball after the tip-off. The ball is thrown in the air, and two outstretched arms are fighting gravity to hit it towards their teammate. The ball flies towards me, and the game starts with our first offensive possession. I started dribbling the ball at the court with my right hand, waiting for my teammates to get in position so we could run the plays like we practice. Everyone gets in position, and after a few passes, we score. The other team is bringing the ball up the court, and they score. We get possession and score. They get possession and score. We score, they score. We score, they score. They score, they score. We don't score. They score, and they score again until we hear the whistle from the ref. Our coach had just called a timeout to get everyone back on the same page. We needed more defensive intensity because we were getting cooked on defense. A little known fact about young Hooper me, I had no shot, but I did have some clamps. I needed to step up the defensive intensity and become a thief on the court. We get out of the team huddle and we walk back onto the court with a little more fire in our eyes, but not quite in our spirits yet. In our possession, we score easily and get ready to defend our basket. However, this time, I met the opposing point guard at the half-court line. I was determined to disrupt the offense and bring the team back from the slow-growing deficit that we had. The opposing point guard reaches the half-court line and instantly I begin applying pressure. Because one thing that I learned, pressure either makes diamonds or juice. And we were all out of diamonds. Shocked by the sudden pressure, the point guard passes the ball, but one of my teammates intercepts and brings it to the other side for an easy layup. The momentum of the game shifted in our favor at that point. We score, we score, we score, we score, and we score some more until the buzzer sounds, ending the first quarter. The second quarter starts and the opposing team meets our defensive intensity. They score, we score, they score, they score, they score, 
they score, and we score until the game was all tied up. With each possession, both the opposing team and my team struggle to increase the lead past more than two points. This continues until halftime, where my team is up by two. You know, after the halftime break and some reinforcing words to continue the defensive pressure and make better decisions on offense, we get right back into the mix. But this time, something is different. The third quarter starts and the opposing team is on a different level than before. They had more energy on offense and had a stronger offensive drive than they did in the first half. Our small lead of two points by halftime had quickly dissipated and we started losing by double digits. Team morale instantly shot down. What happened? Why are they better than before? Were some of the questions that everyone on the team was asking. Our coach called another timeout. I don't remember much from that huddle, but I do remember hearing the words, they are not better than you guys. Then the coach stops and looks at me and says, they cannot guard you. Blow right past those suckers. So, you know, we get back on the court and I can't hear anything except they can't guard you. A feeling began to overwhelm my body and transformed it into what I can only describe as an absolute menace. Every play after that huddle was a living nightmare for the opposing team. The point guard brought the ball up and I met him at half court. But this time, I was more aggressive. The point guard tried to do a crossover to get around me, but I read him like a book and picked his pocket for an easy two points. The point guard brings the ball up the court again, but this time doesn't try to get around me. He tries to shake me up a little, and when I get a little off balance, he gears up to pass the ball. But little did he know, I was already in his mind. He prepares to pass the ball to my left, his right, when he feels some resistance. In the blink of an eye, I was already there, and I sent the ball flying out of his hand in another blink. Another steal under my belt, and another point I was looking to score when I see someone from the other team running at my heels. I gather the ball and began to rush towards the basket when I noticed one of my teammates running in a direct line to the basket. I quickly dished the ball to my teammate for an assist. We had just regained momentum and turned our double digit deficit into single digits. The third quarter ends and we are back in this game. The fourth quarter was a blur, but we had managed to gain the lead in the final minute of play. Up by two points, 
we were easing up on our defense when one of the players on the other team hit a three, no backboard, no rim, nothing but net. The crowd erupts in chants and applause while the time continues to wind down. With 15 seconds left on the clock, I take the ball up the court and find that there are two people waiting for me at half court. I did a crossover and ran towards the player that I thought was the weakest defender. I get past that defender when I suddenly don't feel the ball in my hand anymore. I instantly snap my head to my hand and see that the ball was poked and was moving towards the sideline. I quickly glance at the scoreboard. 10 seconds left. I ran after the ball, but I feel the presence of three players around me. 7 seconds left. I only have time to grab the ball in one hand and pass it to a teammate who had to be open. 5 seconds left. I scoop the ball with my right hand, ready to pass it, but I'm still moving towards the sideline. At the speed I was going, there was no way I could make the shot. I was prepared to pass the ball when it was poked free again by one of the three players surrounding me at this point. The ball was gunning for the sideline again, so I ran to save it. Three seconds left. I grabbed the ball, but I was off balance. I see my teammate in the corner, wide open, calling for the ball. So I twisted my leaning body to throw the ball in his direction. Only, the ball didn't go towards him when it left my hand. It was flying towards the basket. With one second left on the clock, I was prepared to hang my head in shame and in defeat. I lost the ball twice in the clutch, and the loss would have been on me. The buzzer sounds, and all you can hear in the gym was the next thing I heard was a deafening rumble. The entire gym erupted in screams, disbeliefs, and chants. Disoriented, I looked at the scoreboard and saw that my team had won the game by two points. I looked at the crowd and everyone was yelling clapping, and pointing at me. I looked back at my team, and all of them were running towards me with fire in their eyes. I put two and two together, and realized that my failed attempt at a pass turned into a clutch three-pointer. I let out a warrior scream as my teammates tackled me, because we found that guy, and that guy is me.
So, moral of the story. The game ain't over until it's over. It's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. But what matters most is the drive to keep trying, despite what the score says, despite what's happening in the present moment. A bad circumstance or situation will not get any better unless you keep trying to change it. Also, I just happen to be that guy and I will forever be that guy. It's crazy how that works. But all jokes aside, I appreciate you for listening to this episode. I hope you were entertained and could take something away from this episode. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear others like it, please follow The Hawks Lounge on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. If something I said really resonated with you, feel free to share it with your friends. Again, thank you for listening, and I hope you tune in for the next one. Until then, stay safe.